hello, this is the Bomb Ankles. We talk about uh, sports and pop culture um, and, and, and sort of do so from a, a Minnesotan perspective. Sorry. I thought you were going to say, like, Kaka and your side. Or... We, we, we bring some... We're, we look at the world a little askew. <laughs> yeah, that's right, baby. You could say we have a view that is askew. It's very specific. We look at the world askance. <laughs> at a Dutch angle. What the fuck are they talking about Kobe Bryant on goddamn SportsCenter? He's dead. Let him be dead. It's, it's a very big deal that they announced when they're like doing his statue. Do you have any idea how... Uh, they should have not given him one. My theory is that LeBron is going to uh, bring about his own death to try to outdo Kobe. Oh my! No, what are you? No, it's, it's gotta, gotta be. It has to be a more tragic accident, right? It has, right. To, it has to make him more. It's got to be like Krusty the Clown. Yeah, he's got to like fly his plane into a cliff, <laughs> right? It, it, yeah, he's got to have like a whole, like a whole, like a team on the plane. Yeah, he has to be flying the helicopter. He's got to have two, not teams. just riding it. He has to have like a whole orphanage or something. <laughs> Like well, his yeah. daughter died. And he has to eat them to survive, and he doesn't even survive. <laughs> and that's why he's not the GOAT. He's not the GOAT. Michael Jordan would have said, fuck them kids. Yeah. He let the kids eat him. <laughs> he, was, he was like... He I, fed a bunch of... He fed himself to a bunch of Chinese children. Then, uh, hypothetically. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. It will happen. Oh, my God. I hate the Lakers I and I hate Kobe Bryant. Uh, oh, can we? Okay, I think I, I think I remember uh, texting you about this, Ray. That uh, they they did a special like Black Mamba jersey, yeah. a Dodgers jersey yeah. for <clears throat> like giveaway thing. And I was furious when I saw this because it was like the design of the Lakers like Black Mamba jerseys, yeah. so they're black. Yeah. And I was like. What the fuck is the point of this? If it's a baseball jersey, there's four. There's why not just have it be fucking Lakers colors? It's I was, I was like hat on a hat, folks. Is that this also, is ridiculous? Is this also a self self given nickname? Is yeah, it not? was. Yeah. So I I like I I just am so tired of the fucking Mamba shit. Well, here's the thing: is like people die. rag people rag on LeBron for being corny, but in life, no one was cornier than fucking Kobe Bryant. That dude, he was the walking cliche, just the most <laughs> irritating. Only like Jason Tatum is more irritating because well, yeah. only because he was so taken with like the most disingenuous bullshit. Well, well, that this all is the third photocopy where like things are just starting to lose definition. Uh, definition. Also, like the, the the thing that I I just to be clear, like his whole rebrand as the squeaky clean guy after the uh, <clears throat> Denver situation uh, is was just like so transparent, like. It's when, it's the same thing as Chris Kyle. It's like, if you're such a good guy, why are you telling me? But why do you talk about it all the time? Yeah. If it, like, see the real heroes other people tell, talk about. Yeah. Or, but I just like him. I always, it's just like, we're on the, cause he's a photocopy of fucking Jordan. 
He yeah. would admit that. Yeah. Sure, fucking, yeah. But now we're on, like, the next generation of these fucking losers. They're just like, well, I have to copy my entire game and the way I think and view life so that I can play basketball like this guy that I think if you're not a basketball moron, recognizes not even, like, a top five player of all time in Kobe Bryant. Think about it. He's not. It's not, like... Also, no one has worse online fans except J.K. Rowling. Well, that's that's just the, the whole NBA, to be yeah. honest. Because that's I like, know, but the LeBron, guys. LeBron. Well, that's that's the uh, well, the entire uh, all interactions about LeBron on the internet are ridiculous and fake. <laughs> it's like that none of you sound like real people. It's, it's just people, it's just people being like. Like, lay loser, lay flop, lay, lay dumb, lay bum, lay bum. <laughs> and, and then people, people like, goat, 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 god, king, god, and it's like, that's all, it's just a bunch of people commenting shit like that, and there's not, it's not even, like, discourse, it's just series of talk posts. Past yeah. Each other. That's why I love it, I love it, though, I like that people, like, get something out of it. It's so Because I don't. I like when the Kobe guys are just, like... Like, just, they're lucky. That woman's lucky she, he fucked her. I'd love it if Kobe fucked me. Yeah, there, there are a lot of times where it's just like, bail. You're just like, you are in love with Kobe Bryant. It's oh, Tate, okay. Yeah, Jason Tatum's calling his number. I, uh, I was out of town again, and I, I gotta get caught up here. What have I missed? Man, you know. <laughs> What have you missed? What, we well, lost both to the fucking Brewers. What was well, before that was the Pirates. Yeah. So oh, we, here's something we can talk about. Dallas Keuchel. Let's yeah. start. Oh, let's start yeah. with the positive. Let's Actually, start with I the didn't positive. Watch that game. We see. We didn't watch that game. This was when uh, Ray and I were, were were doing were quiz bowling. Yeah, we were doing quiz. Bowling. We were doing so, some quiz so bowling on but, Sunday. But but I did. I, I had my phone just like open while we played because I was following the game because at least until Keiko lost the perfect game. Yeah, because you mentioned it, I was like, for real. <laughs> and you were like, yeah. I was like, yeah, games. dude, he's through six. Yeah, Keiko took a perfect game into the seventh inning. It was incredible. <laughs> and then he, he gave up a double. He got one out and gave up a double and then willingly came out of the game. Right. <laughs> like, was almost walking off the mound, ready six, with the ball. Six and a third. I think it was three strikeouts, one hit. Yeah, he got three strikeouts. It, was, it, it took him until his third start, but he got a, He finally got a strikeout. He had faced, like, 50 batters or something and not struck a single guy out. And just, like, I just I kind of like that, that he was just like, yep. It's over. Oh yeah, he's like I am out of gas. He was running. He was running on red. Frankly, uh, six shutout innings is makes that whole signing worth it. More than you could ask for. Six perfect innings he is said, pretty good. He said two shutout uh, yeah. starts against. Terrible, I mean, the Pirates teams, suck against teams that uh, were falling apart. Because. What was what was the uh, the the bad start? Who was that against? It was Phillies. Phillies. That was the Phillies. He's faced three National League teams. 
He's a team that we will not have to face but he's, again. So he's been really good at home. Yeah. Diamondbacks and What if he only Pirates. pitches at home? Yeah. <laughs> we go with a six man rotation, but it depends the the fifth the guy. Six man rotation at home. Five yeah, on the road. He's like yeah. the wild card that you only start against awful teams. He gets like one right. he gets like a, one start a week. He is a true spot starter. He's just on the roster to pitch against shitty teams. Yeah. Or just home games. Yeah. He's, he's got the stuff at home. And a home game against a shitty team? Ooh, now we're talking. Oh, he's going to dominate. He's just going to get so many ground balls. A lot of backdoor sinkers. Weak contact. At 88. <laughs> that was, uh, that, that was, was great. I was like, I got to go. I got to go watch this. This is important. This is important. This, this, this would be one of the stupidest perfect games of all time. I can't <laughs> believe it. Could you imagine if we? It would have been the greatest. I mean, even on, on, I mean, on Sports Center they were just like, uh, they did they did a whole segment about him throwing six perfect innings. They were just like, look at that. Yeah, damn. <laughs> Dallas Keuchel all comes all the way back, and at least he lost it as well. So it wasn't. It, it was it fair. It was like, like it would have taken. Who was playing center that night? Because it wasn't. Uh, Walner didn't catch. I, I saw only like four people being like Walner could have caught that. I don't think he could have. He could have caught it he if would've... if he'd had if he'd known where if he'd had an early start. He was playing MLB The Show, yeah. where it tells you where the ball's gonna land, right? <laughs> and he knew and could run directly at full speed the entire way, and then get a max vertical leap. <laughs> to catch that ball at the top of his jump, then, yeah, he could have caught it. It's just too bad. It's just too bad. But he's a, uh, hum- yeah, he's a human being. So. Right. He's, it's too he's bad about perfect. it. He did his best, okay? Um, Kepler's not catching that shit either. So that was sick. What else happened? Did we lose both games to the Tigers? The what? We played the we played the Tigers. That was, that was before last week's episode. Oh. We split yeah. those ones. We yeah, that was before Pittsburgh. We won two out of three against Pittsburgh, so and, you know, and then we lost two to the Brewers. Yeah, okay. So, so we're yeah two and three so far this since last recording. Okay, but the the bullpen has been yes. been up some runs. Yeah, they've been stinky. <laughs> I've heard that they've been getting their poop pushed in. Floro, yeah, not good. Immediately, no. except I did check, and Jorge Lopez has been shitty for the Marlins too. So I mean, two shitty relievers got. But the Marlins are bad. <laughs> the Flo- Floro, the first game against Milwaukee, uh, stat line here: one inning, six hits, five earned runs. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so he will he he will not be on the team next. So that's how th- things have been feeling. And, and we're still four and a half up on Cleveland because they are playing good teams and uh, can't beat good teams. So. Yeah, one of the most... Uh, we lost two today, so... Truly one of the most fraudulent uh, five-game leads in a division there ever has been. It, at the same time, fraudulent because we shouldn't even be up five games, but also mm-hmm. it's extremely real because they can't make that up. Right. Well, and and on the ESPN standings yeah. now, they they've added the playoff probability percentage, yeah. and we're at ninety one. Yeah, and like it's not gonna happen for Cleveland. Cleveland has to go out of their minds. Not only do they have to go out of their minds, they have to do it against a really hard schedule. 
that which sucks for them. But we all like as we pointed out I've, uh, on previous episodes, our last three series are it's like uh, the oh, angels man. who suck now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, Train wreck. The fucking. I think we played Oakland and then we played Colorado. Yeah, we closed with Colorado. Yeah. So it's like we're assuming the national. If we if we can't put together, if it, even if it takes us going like add those stats, just like two and one, and then like combine five hundred the rest of the way. It's like all you got to do is six and four. You just got to coast, really. You just know? coast into the playoffs, get healthy. And I'm sure that's what they're telling themselves. But they do still need to win some of the games. Right, just like, come on, guys. It doesn't... Let's get, let's get to a... I did want to talk a little <laughs> bit about <laughs> the curse of the angels. Because my God in heaven. So before... Two things happened to them this week that just shouldn't be. Are the angels the second most cursed team behind the Twins currently? I don't know. It's really tough. Uh, there are a few baseball teams like buying to be the A's. Right, both, both the, A's the, big, are both the big curses are gone. That's true. So it's like, what's the curse now? Well, the the, the, the White Sox feel curse. The Guardians still haven't won the World Series. That's true. So yeah, that's still that. That was just never defined as a. That's thing. not a curse. But just they like, that's not a, that much shorter. That's not it'll be than the eighty years. Red Sox soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was forty-seven. Yeah. So it'll be yeah, forty-four years. But so the two things happened to the Angels this week that just shouldn't be. And one is that they had a home game in which they turned a triple play and hit a grand slam and lost. <laughs> now the thing is, is like there's probably ten games in the history of baseball where a triple play and a grand slam happened in the same game by the same team. And then there's probably one where that team lost. <laughs> and also had Chuck O'Connor. And had the greatest player of his generation on it. Right. Not good. Also, isn't they didn't they like just activate Mike Trout? Yeah, Mike Trout's back. And, and now, now Otani's hurt and the rest of the season. Otani blew out his UCL and now now he's only gonna hit. Yeah, he's, his his major. I saw that. I saw someone post that he reads the the AL and OPS plus by like fifty points. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey. Also, you, what the fuck? you know what would have like been he's good? He's still going to win the MVP. If I, was, if I was the owner, you know what I would be uh, saying in a meeting? Really good call on not trading him. Fucking idiot. Great call. I'm so glad we traded stuff to get. What's his name? They got Giolito. You know who Giolito And CJ Crone. You know who I was about to say <laughs> instead of Giolito is Rick Porcello. Oh, I don't even know. Is he, yeah, is he in the league? No, he can't be. He was a Cy Young winner. Yeah. Not that long ago. No, totally. He retired in 2020. Oh. Yeah, COVID, he just was on the Damn. But it's crazy. He probably blew his arm out or something. When the Cy Young, and then you're like, I'm out of here. <laughs> when the World Series. Yeah, mm-hmm. same here. Career ERA four forty. Pretty average, honestly. I love that uh Chris Sale closed out that World Series. Yeah, very weird. <laughs> um 
Right. But honestly, like, what now he's just is not going to pitch. Hopefully the UCL doesn't get worse. Right. I saw someone say the highlight of a home run. Yeah, it sounded like it, someone threw a watermelon off of the <laughs> when he hits the ball. Kablam! So, yeah, I agree. I was at a party once where we were throwing pumpkins off the roof of a building, and it's fun. I'm bored. I'm bored. <laughs> I'm bored. Of this That's game. the thing is, we're going to make the playoffs. Durant's He's bad. I'm just I'm I'm looking at the stat line from that first Milwaukee game where we're we're winning three to two, and then Floro comes in yeah, and sixth inning and gives up five runs. Yeah, I like looked at I looked it back down at my it was the thing where I looked back down at my phone and we're suddenly down four runs. Oh, that's and it's like, terrible. Oh, never mind. And then the game after that, we had the lead, and Duran blew it in the tenth. Yeah. Right. It was a second inning pitch. That's true. And they do get the extra man on base. Right. I almost like don't even like count extra inning runs against relievers at this point. Right. It's just it's, not, it's most, just not fun to see. It's gotta be the most annoying situation that like to just like walk out of there and there's already a guy there. So. Absolutely. Like oh well, you know what, this sucks. No, just walk him so I can get it. This is going to be really hard for me to hold this one-run lead. Yeah, especially when we only ever get the one. We can barely scratch the one. Right, we're lucky to score more. They've been scoring more. Right. It's just now that we're giving up up more runs. And the starters aren't even, like, getting much worse. It has really been a lot of bullpen today. I'm just like, guys, can we... Popeye's got a good offer on, so... Can we? Can, can you guys please do some shit to get me excited for the playoffs? Oh, I wanna, I wanna be able to be excited like about it. Trade, trade for a reliever. <sighs> that would have got me pretty excited. For Plenty time. of time to work the waiver wire. That's the thing about the trading is like I don't even give a fuck about how they perform in the second half of the season. I assume the team will make the playoffs. They've got to at this point. The trades are are for the playoffs. And and Dylan Floro is not going to be good in the playoffs. He probably won't even pitch. He hasn't been good so far. He doesn't look like he should pitch. Right, unless it's an extra inning game. <clears throat> unless we're desperate and we've already got a lead in the series. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we're up 2-0 or, yeah. or, or 1-0 right. in the series, and it's just like, well, we've already... <laughs> With a five-run lead. <laughs> And, like, we were all talking about Pagan, and now he's given up some runs again. Yeah. And it's just like he's back at it. He can't be trusted. I hate to say it, but it's true. Uh, he can't be trusted. Let's – do we have more – we have other baseball stuff. Do we have more twin stuff? Honestly, there, I just, like, feel like there's not much to talk about. All right. So, I White Sox, there's a room. There's a room up. Yeah. That the White Sox are moving to Memphis, as Chris Broussard would. Nashville. Nashville, sorry, not Memphis. Yes, Tennessee. Like a couple months ago, Bill Simmons was making fun of Chris Broussard by saying Memphis, mm-hmm. and whoever the guest was didn't know what he was talking about, and so he just changed the subject. 
He was literally like, and they didn't even edit it out. He was literally just like, I'll tell you later. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. That guy's... That guy, I mean, Chris Broussard, to be fair, is like truly one of the stupidest memes. Like, (laughs) one of the stupidest talking heads. Like, at least... Yeah, very, very homophobic as well. Well, and also just not well-spoken. Yeah. Uh, Not very good on TV. You know what I mean? Just the emperor had no clothes on that one. Anyway, the White Sox might move out east. And I almost feel like that's what they deserve. That's so That's crazy. what Reinsdorf would do. It does feel crazy to say that just because the White Sox. they're one of the historic franchises. Yeah, they've been around forever. But those, yeah, but the Senators were. Yeah, but those and those owners are such... But the Senators dumpsters. moved in the 60s. Yeah, but it's all a matter of scale. But it's just that's just crazy the when Brooklyn they've been around. Yeah. When it's a team that's been around since like the first World Series, right? It's like wow. Let's think about like the Red Sox or the Pirates or the Cubs. I just think that that's the sort of thing that's going to start happening. Which is it's it's sad to see more and more. You're going to be seeing it more and more. Well, it's like I'm surprised that they're even bothering with a moving team, not just being like do expansion. Would there not just be an expansion team in Chicago? Almost the immediately. Same shit happened in New York. Right. Or can or you know, like Philadelphia, like the Athletics moved out of Philadelphia and there's another team there now. Well like the we got the the senators moved here, became the twins, and then there were just more senators. Yeah, then they did the, the <laughs> minor, yeah, the fucking and then they were they're also they left they're also the Rangers. The Senators yeah. are also yeah, the Yeah, that Rangers. was the new Senators, then they became the Rangers. Right. So we have the the senators that won a World Series. Yes. The Rangers have the other senators. It's the battle of the senators right now. That should the Twins and Rangers should should play for a trophy. They should play yeah. for like the Senators trophy. We're doing it right now. We should do it. I'm telling you, they should they should it's do they should do shit like that in professional sports. In, 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 as just a way to try and get people more into the regular season. Right, you got you got to do something to to dig into like rivalries. That's that's how like football is able to benefit from like even if a team is bad, right? People, the fans are still invested because it's like oh, but well, we're playing the we like, the, the, the Vikings fans are gonna get pumped for the Packers no matter what. Just like Gophers fans with all these rivalry games they lose. It's still like we're gonna here we go. Can't wait to watch him play Iowa and be really mad the whole time. Right. <laughs> We're going to win Floyd, maybe. <laughs> Probably not. Hey, you got to be rest assured that Iowa can't score. Yeah. Now, can you do the same? No, you can't beat them. <laughs> and you can't join them. But they, they should... They should do something like that as just like a way to yeah, raise love, interest in the regular the, season. We should have a rivalry with Texas because of that. Why not? Why not? Fuck it. We're like the, the real senators. The Wild and, and Stars should have the same kind of thing. Absolutely. I think the Timberwolves and No, then, then if you're going to do that, might as well just do it with the Vikings and Cowboys too. Just get just establish a nice yeah. like a, a, Minnesota, a Minnesota-Dallas rivalry. 35 Terminus. Because the Rangers are basically the rivalry. Dallas team anyway. Dallas to Duluth. Oh! We, I've prepared an I Hate the Media. Oh. He's coming this way! Quick, swing the camera around! 
This comes to us this week from the Athletic. Here's a, I just this isn't it. This is a separate one. This is a headline for a Ken Rosenthal article. Oh, Rosenthal colon. Is he our first time returning champion? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Rosenthal colon Shohei Otani is worth five hundred million dollars in free agency, even if he's only a hitter. No. I'm not I'm just not even opening that. If he's only a hitter, he is not worth five hundred million dollars. Sorry. Right. Like would he play in the field if he can't pitch anymore? I wanna ask him if he's seen Byron Buxton play this season at all. Like, yeah, I mean, for real. I, he he is one. Are, are you sure you want to just have this guy hit? He is maybe the best hitter in baseball, sure. But but, but he's not worth that much money. I mean, it's, but, it's it's like he's obviously still worth very valuable. But but if he can't pitch, he loses a lot of that value. Yeah, the thing that makes him so special. If he's only what like what maybe a right fielder in DH, mm-hmm. he's worth like. I refuse to open Maybe it. 30 million. <laughs> I refuse to open it, but uh, I'm assuming he's he's saying something about the Japanese fans. That, like, the international money is worth it. Yeah, sure. If your team's as bad as the Angels are, then it's absolutely not worth it. Right. Right, yeah. If, they, if they're not even good enough to relatively compete with him there. When he is pitching? Yeah. So this like, is no, maybe if if it, if it's another team that he's gonna push over the edge, maybe the best season ever. We just saw it, and now that they're what like ten games under five hundred, he's having the best season ever. They're a disgrace. <laughs> ever. I watched the Twins so much fucking money. I watched the Twins for years. The Angels are a disgrace. Oh. Speaking of disgraces, the Yankees are a disgrace. Oh yes, I love love to see it. It's like the longest losing streak in like forty years. Love to see it. The worst season they've had in like thirty years, basically. It was since the eighties, and they are right now like five games under five hundred. And almost they have a. 0.1% 0.1% chance of making the playoffs, according yeah. to ESPN. Oh, well, the, in, in Boston in fourth place is like 12 games over 500 now. Oh, yeah, they're still in the playoff race. It, it, it's crazy. The Yankees are far out. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They got no prayers. Because the, the Mariners have also... No chance! That's what you got! <laughs> the Mariners have, have, have also kind of caught fire. So now the AL wildcard is like kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, like Toronto. The Astros have been kind of slumping. Big ups yeah. to Julio Rodriguez. And, the, and, and 17 hits in four days. Yeah, maybe the best, like, series. The best week of anyone's life. Yeah, like, no, like, that's unreal. <laughs> 17 hits in four games. Yeah, ridiculous. Fuck. <laughs> he's a beast. I love him. Yeah, he's fun to watch. So this is the uh, this is the I hate the media that I was actually bringing to the table. This is called Mookie Betts has found his voice voice in Los Angeles yep. as he makes his return to Boston. This article I want you to keep in mind took three people to bring it to us. Their names are Chad Jennings, Jen McCaffrey, and Fabian Aldana. Now I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's very long. 
Um, I came across this article because Bill Simmons tweeted it out and said, I won't read this. Because it, there is going to be a lot of Red Sox slander. Be prepared for a lot of Red Sox. Slander. Okay. But, but the, 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 the thing is, the direction that takes is incredible. Because he's got a podcast now. Oh, that. I'm sure that's the centerpiece of this. Yeah, it's how it opens. Yeah. In every episode, he's wearing sunglasses. Hi. He's leaning into the corner of the couch, microphone in hand. Hi. Sneakers on, chains hanging. On top. One leg crossed over or under the other. <laughs> he's casual and confident, like he's <laughs> done it. I'm ready. This is getting tight with one hand, dude. This is pathetic. He's casual and confident. rock hard. <laughs> like he's done it a thousand times. Mookie Betts has been a podcast host for barely three months. Yeah, it's pretty easy. I don't want to say it's annoying, former teammate Justin Turner says, but he's good at everything. He's literally good at everything he does. <coughs> this is like just because what? he can talk. This is because he's a guy with like five brain cells instead of the requisite, the usual like three <laughs> in an MLB play. Because you know how like Bob Euchre is like a genuinely funny man, mm-hmm. right? And it's just but like that he stands out so much. Yeah, uh, head and shoulders. So it's just like the amount of personality Mookie Betts has is not very interesting. You know what he is? He's good at bowling. Yes. Hey, you keep mentioning things before I'm about to say them. <laughs> Okay, continue. <laughs> Athletically, sure, we've all seen it. The speed, yeah. the defense, the home runs. I've watched baseball. Mookie Betts has entered pro bowling tournaments in the offseason just for kicks. He's a marvel of talent and physicality. He literally was on the bowling team in high school. But like, good he, at- he did bowling. Now this is where it gets That's really frustrating. funny. They act like he just like picked that up. Like he's just like good at bowling. Now I want to. He did actively. I want to say this right now because we're about. They're about to discuss his his strengths as a podcast host. And as podcast hosts, I can assure you, it's very easy. We're going to scrut this. This is. It's a very scrut. easy thing to do. Yeah, and we do it for free. I'm sure he does not. No. But good at this? An online talk show host with the clout to land Mike Trout, Clayton Kershaw, and Francisco Lindor among his first ten guests? Who else would he get? What? He's Mookie Betts. Yeah, like, they're they're his friend. I can't believe that people would... that, that. MLB players would be willing to talk to one of the top five players in the league. I'm sure they all have the right. same fucking agent. They're right. Weird. Like, what? That's that. It's, they, it's so ironic. Boards. The other thing that's ironic is that this is SpawnCon in and of itself. Yeah. Like the like like it, it's it's hypocritical to pretend that there isn't a lot of money being moved around here. <clears throat> The day he That's hit the day he had Aaron Judge on his show, Betts altered his extensive pregame routine to accommodate the Yankee slugger during the day, and then went four for four with two home runs, a walk, and a stolen base that night. After the game, Betts's manager, not named here, yeah, just whoever manages the Dodgers, couldn't tell you right now. 
Um, called him His manager. Called him the modern day Ricky Henderson. Close no. quote. Close quote. But even Ricky never did it quite like this. Yes, he did. The next day, Betts moved from right field to second base because, yeah, he can do that, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Was this written by 12? No, no, it was written by three adults, he said, but it sounds like a 12-year-old to me. Um, okay, so he, he said he hit, we're going to go – he hated L.A. He liked Boston because he was quiet there. There's a couple paragraphs that go through that. <clears throat> but in the three years since the blockbuster trade that sent bets from Boston to L.A., one of the game's greatest players has embraced his inner showtime. Betts has become more active on social media. Very cool. I like that that's like a cool thing. Yeah. That's him coming <laughs> out of his shell. Yeah, very hard. And he's outspoken about social issues. I'm going to click this hot link and see what they mean. It's like, yeah, I don't mind the this is okay. It's a it's a link to a another Fabian Ardaya article that's called Dodgers Mookie Betts has found his joy and voice. This is what I signed up for. This is a separate article. Yeah, that was written last year with essentially the same thesis. Oh my god! It even has voice in the fucking. Um. I don't even know what it's about. Where's the social issues? How am I not a writer? Why did I do this? I can do this. Oh, it's about how he talked about self-care. Whatever. He's entered the Home Run Derby, begun hosting Bleacher Reports on Base podcast, and created his own production company. Okay. We're all very impressed. That's great. You know who else did all of this? Trevor Bauer. Here's, Here's a... That's a hot link to another Fabian Ardaya article from October 2022. Oh, fucking damn. With the headline... These people really are carnies. With the headline, Mookie Betts, Mookie Betts embraces his voice with new Jackie Robinson-themed film. Quote, I want to change people's Thief lives. Them. Yeah, a documentary... Calling a documentary a Jackie... Rock Cafe or something? Yeah. Uh, next paragraph. I didn't know I could talk and be who I am, Beth said. I know who I am, but I didn't know that I could be who I am now. Player empower. I, th- I think they what? need to change, because I feel like a lot of these guys got player empowerment as like a phrase stuck in their head, and I think that empowerment is a big problem for these guys, because it just means that they want to be like, well, that means I should record what I think. And put it on. I mean, yeah, we kind of we did talk about this a little bit last week, didn't we? About how just her lack of interest in like what in current player podcasts—they're not interesting people, but especially just like all got, they do is sports. Yeah, just MLB players talking to other MLB players. For yeah. Sure. It's just, it's, I really, I, I really can't get over thinking thinking that that's like a, a are big famously deal stupid. I, I. I Listen to like a clip of it, and it was like Mookie Betts and Clayton Kershaw go through Clayton Kershaw's insane pregame ritual, and it was just like he's like, "Well, I'm usually I'm out on the field at like six twenty. If it's like a seven fifteen start, I'll be on the field at like six twenty eight to do like my long toss, and then at like six twenty four, and like we move to do something else, and like the comments are just like." 
this guy's insane. He's got individual times. It's like, well, he does it every fucking time. It's called a routine. What, like, what? They're like, because it's not, like, people are blown away by this. It's like, oh, the guy that, like, they have to do it every day or else they, like, don't do it right. They, like, need to know how to repeat it. Yeah. Uh, then what the fuck? I would like to counterpose that with what Justin Morneau said him and Joe Maurer's pregame routines were, which was they would get turkey toms at Jimmy John's and listen to Outcast. Without <laughs> <laughs> rocks, that's, that's awesome. Awesome. the best. I um, actually do think Morneau seems like a cool enough dude to like chill with. He was talking about the year where they lived together in an apartment downtown. I can I can just picture the two of them. Have you seen that photo of them in their apartment? The yeah. yeah. Have you seen the photo just of them in their apartment guys. where like hootie hoo? Uh, <laughs> it, it it's like the two bros in the apartment and like Morno has a chin strap beard. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, okay, so I skipped a bunch of paragraphs. We're getting back to the Boston. <clears throat> There's a popular theory in Boston that Betts wanted out anyway, that he would never have re-signed. He's black. That his quiet demeanor with the Red Sox and stated desire to be paid full market value were indications he didn't like Boston, was looking for greener pastures. Betts and those close to him insist that wasn't the case. His mother, <clears throat> we were happy in Boston, his mother said. We thought things were going well and were just going to pan out. We had considered Boston would be our home. It would be our baseball home for his entire career. They never, the team and him never agreed. Just because someone says no doesn't mean you don't want to be there, Mookie said. He was a little shy, says Xander Bogarts. And then there were veterans. Maybe they didn't like him, or it wasn't that they didn't like him, but they were hard on him. Okay. Betts tapped into the quietest parts of his personality. To fit his environment. Can you do like a quick control F and like just a quiet? Is this how many times I'll nope. call fucking Mookie that's quiet in this? Even in the minor leagues, he was lead by example. He obsessed over his swing, even when his numbers are better than most. This is just a parade of people want credit for shit they're supposed to do. This is yeah. such a suck job. He goes to practice. Yeah, like he works <laughs> on his swing. Good. Are you fucking? That's what the money is for. <laughs> his only job is to swing. That's how he makes the money. I don't get this shit. People, like journalists. This is stuff that I would expect to see in, like, YouTube comments <laughs> on a highlight. And this video. is three journalists signing off <laughs> together. He became relentless about defensive drills, um, but he rarely spoke up in the clubhouse and never made a splash in public. Even in minor leagues, Red Sox culture is the same. Bet said you go through the minor leagues. They're paying attention to everything you're doing. You just learn to get wound tight and really get in a small circle. So it, blah, blah, are blah. the people were the people complaining that he's like too quiet and didn't make any big splashes in the media? Would they have been happy had he been a loudmouth? Yeah, if he had been Randy Moss. Yeah, like do I, they want him to just be? like... I think that, but that's like the thing is that's what they expect. They're like, we wouldn't blame you if you were uh, an yeah. asshole, but you're not. Yeah, so so they they get to be like, can you believe this? He's so not. Normal. I did another line break because they just keep talking about how fucking quiet he was. 
the speech caught nearly one, nearly everyone off guard. Shortly after Mets arrived at Dodger Spring Training, he reached out to Dave Roberts with an unexpected request. I don't. What does that mean? Did his agent do it for him? Reached out. He texted him. <laughs> On the morning of his first full squad training workout in a Dodgers uniform, Betts stood in front of his brand new teammates, many of them total strangers. No shit. Then that's scary. Uh-huh. He's so brave. And urged them to take more pride in their work. He told them to play with a greater sense of urgency and embrace the expectations of the World Series. He told them that's what worked for him in Boston. Eight months later... The Dodgers won the whole thing. Yeah, so he gave a a pretty, I assume, by the numbers speech of a guy that got traded to the team who's a MVP World Series champion, like what one season before. Mm-hmm. And he came in and was just like, "We got to have pride in our uniform, and we got to come every day and do our fucking jobs and get better." And that's how we can get over the line because they hadn't won the World Series yet, or whatever. And they're like. Oh my god, he is a leader. Oh, he's right. <laughs> he's like, this is so funny. That's why we lost both of those World Series. That uh, wasn't because the fucking Astros were cheating. Oh, I damn, the Red any, Sox were cheating. I yeah. didn't take any pride in my work. I wasn't, I wasn't proud enough to be the representative of the National League. Come on, guys. Bets had Let's never... go play 60 games in the <laughs> World Series. Betts had never done anything like this before in Boston. Uh, Red Sox manager Alex Cora said hearing about the speech was surprising, to say the least. Even the Dodgers didn't realize Betts had reached a turning point. Yeah, and the Red Sox nobody ever looked up from their Apple Watches. In all the digging we had done on Mook, Dodgers president of baseball operations, Andrew Friedman, said, I thought that vocal leadership was something that would come later on. We did not expect it in 2020. How old was he when he was traded? 27. What? Right, they, they, they are, they're acting like he's like a whiz kid, like he's like 16 he's like, years yeah, old. Yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> like fucking Billy Quizboy came in. Right. And the fucking, <laughs> like fucking spring trainer's like, boys, we gotta take it seriously. This is like... Carta. Unbelievable <laughs> dick writing here. This is like holiday. What I'm about to read to you is one of the greatest pieces of dick writing I've ever seen in the media. Porn stars should study this. <laughs> he was 27 years old, an MVP, a World Series champion, and one of the greatest all-around players in the history of the game. <gasps> he Calm was, down! He was a first-time father to a one-year-old baby girl, not, not named. Not impressive. Not Not impressive. Oh, he came? He busted raw? They had a kid. They conceived? I'm impressed. In a few months, he would sign a 12-year, $365 million extension that would guarantee security and stability for the rest of his career. I like that that's in the past tense, this thing that hasn't happened yet. He will be stable and secure for the rest of his career. Betts was ready. He was ready to embrace his status within the game. He was ready to speak his mind. Yeah, and then he had like kind of a couple mid-seasons. Ready to lead. <laughs> ready to lead and to discover and embrace his full identity. 
beyond that put your head down and do the right thing baseball player. He was ready for more. And he just landed in a city that blurs the lines between sports and entertainment, between publicity and advocacy. This is unbelievable. Between individual expression and the potency of pop culture. In Hollywood, personality and creativity aren't hazards. They're superpowers and... Comma, and this next sentence, the rest of this sentence is in italics. For emphasis? Yes. So let me read, so with that in mind, let me read the full sentence knowing that the end of it is in italics. In Hollywood, personality and creativity are not hazards, they're superpowers, comma, and Betts is literally good at everything he does. Oh my god. I can't believe, like, I would expect to get a shitty grade if I wrote this in a class, you know? But this would not fly. No, this is a C minus. This is like, like, maybe learn how to not editorialize in your news article. In LA, Magic Johnson is a Dodgers team owner and a ballpark regular. Ice Cube. Where else would they, he be a ballpark regular for the Dodgers? I just don't. Denzel Washington. <laughs> what? What? And, and Tom Hanks sit in the stands. Oh my god! And Rob Lowe celebrates in the clubhouse. <laughs> it's Los Angeles. You can't even tell what's oh, real or fake here. The oh, skies are the skies are dark because all the stars are in Dodger <laughs> Stadium, folks. <laughs> I'm going to put a gun in my mouth. Just last weekend... His superpowers his ability to see through the shining light of the stars. Just last weekend, <laughs> Betts homered twice at home. Wow! <laughs> and punctuated each one with an emphatic salute to one of his friends in the stands. <laughs> It was LeBron James. <laughs> and LeBron James literally bowed back. Can we cut this to... This is the second use of the word literally! Can we cut to LeBron at the 2016 World Series losing his shit at the Indians? <laughs> <laughs> Fake. Fake. Well, then he's just seeing his buddy. He's rooting for his buddy. Yeah. Um, but still, I'm just, I'm just trying to, to fuel our any... Any Lay Bum fans. Lay Loser. <laughs> any any, any, any LeBron haters out there who might be listening, that, that one's for you. That's your ammo. LeBows to Mookie Betts. <laughs> LeBows to Betts. To LeBets. LeBets. That's their couple names. God, I just... I, I hate this guy. Off the field, he's embraced both his platform and his responsibility. Maybe we, maybe we should deplatform athletes. The Earth. Altogether. Oh, we should. They're dumb. All together. They're fucking stupid as shit. Sorry, even the smart ones. You guys are have to be smart enough not to have a podcast. Kareem, you're gonna have to take the hit for on this one. Well, once you retire, I guess it's like then you can be a senator. The early months of the 2020 COVID-19 shutdown gave him perspective. On what? Betts volunteered in Nashville, handing out sanitizer in face masks, and encouraging community safety measures. When the season family started that summer, Betts sat out a game in protest of the Jacob Blake shooting in Wisconsin. Uh, and after Betts delivered another impassioned clubhouse speech of a very different sort, 
the entire Dodgers team followed his lead. That's a uh, a very weird way to structure that. Was that also have to do with that shooting? Yeah, like what's a a different, a completely different sort? What? It's a a hot link to another one of this guy's articles. For the love of God, are there how many hot links are there? The fourth one. Oh, there's so many. Jesus Christ! Um, Is there food? Everything. It's it's not picked up yet. Betts has since become a podcast host and more candid presence on social media and with his Nashville friends, Cam Lewis and Jeff Mason. Don't care. Don't care. Thank you. I'm glad you're I'm glad the editor I'm glad your agent was able to tell us their names. Yeah, but not the name of his daughter or his manager. Betts has co founded one media slash marketing group. OMG for short, even though that's OMMG. But whatever. Which has a stated mission, quote, not clear who it's quoting, to inspire people to see the truth within themselves through the lens of entertainment. It's no coincidence that one of their earliest projects was this is literally the same sentence from earlier in the article. It's no coincidence that their earliest project was a documentary yeah. about Jackie. They said this they verbatim earlier. No one edited this. Everything I'm trying to do, everything I'm in the process of doing is literally the same thing Jackie did, Mookie no, Betts said. No. You are not Jackie Robbins. In what? In what way? Also, Jackie Robinson famously a dick. A dick and didn't talk to anybody. A bad guy. Uh, but <laughs> I'm gonna beat my wife like Jackie Robinson. <laughs> I just like this is just so. What is the point of this article? It's, I guess it's more than becoming an entrepreneur. This is another quote. It's just affecting lives positively. I definitely have and want to use my platform to do things. I want to point out that I'm more than an athlete. I want to affect lives the same way he did. Well, you can't because you aren't the first black baseball player in the the MLB. Yeah, you're like the 5,000. You literally can't impact the lives the way that he did. There's not much, I'm sorry, there's not much to emulate there. Right, I, I don't know. I don't what, know what to tell you. You can't do what he did. <laughs> it's impossible. It's already been done. At least Kareem, like you could say, like Kareem or something. He wasn't the first black guy. He's a cool. He seems like a cool enough guy. He's a con self. He's a self conscious guy. He pays attention to stuff. But like Jack Robinson was just like he's the. What about Larry Doby? What about Satchel Page or something? I don't fucking know. I don't give a fuck. I've had enough of Jackie Robinson. All right. I'm going to close this. We're going to read this, the end this of This article is making me hate Jackie Robinson. We're, <laughs> we're, we're going to finish it up, <laughs> and we're going to move on. It's worth noting not everyone – I skipped a bunch. They're talking about that fucking speech again. It's worth noting not everyone was stunned by his Dodgers spring training speech. It was the first sign of things to come, and not everyone saw it 
as a dramatic shift in temperament or a sudden break of character. This is pretty good, just assuming no one's going to finish the article, so just contradicting your own yeah, argument. Yeah, just stating, like, the was like, well, obviously not everybody was. Everyone was so. shocked when he did this, except these people. Yeah, like, obviously not everyone. I was kidding. I think he's been like that from a little kid, Betz's mother said. He doesn't mind at the forefront, and if team looks like it's struggling to come together, he fixes it. Sometimes it takes one person to step up, and he doesn't mind being that person. Now, whether because of timing or opportunity, Betts has become that person with the Dodgers. That organization fit him, Kenley Jansen said. Talk about Jackie Robinson. Now you can talk about Mookie Betts. That's the player who's coming back to Fenway Park this weekend. Bold. Passionate. Confident. Powerful, outspoken, literally good at everything he does. It's just one of those people that you need to appreciate, Freeman said. I think we've been doing that this year. He's been more in it. People are saying he's more in it. I don't know. I don't know what that means because he's always in it. Everything you expect from a franchise. What the fuck? <laughs> Everything you expect from a franchise player to be, it's Mookie Betts. Oh, oh, shut, up, shut up, shut up, shut up. The end. <laughs> oh. See, I would love to someday write an article. I would like to and mention the... that Gabriel G commented beautifully written. I couldn't. <laughs> I, I, I'm commenting. If I tried, I couldn't write a suck job that good. How, I would feel Michael bad. Bombs, Michael Bombs. How is he like Jackie Robinson? <laughs> Specifically. But I would I would love to write a big old article like that and make a make a statement at the very top of it. Dash is waiting for our And then get to the final like paragraph and be like, I hope everybody understood that at the beginning I was being very sarcastic. Yes. Anyway, just erasing everything. Yeah, I really that I should said. have read that entire thing in the Dave Foley sarcastic guy voice. It's just like I've always wanted to be friends with you. And it's like I still am mad that they just like mentioned that he was good at bowling. Like it's just like a thing he he showed here's up to the, the bowling alley one day and bowled at Here's the, the thing that they they like. Who the, is this guy? I've never heard of him. They said that that he's they use the phrase literally good at everything he does. Yeah, I'd say six times, and I didn't read the whole <laughs> thing out loud. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's insane. Because. It's like obviously so there are like there are definitely especially when it comes to um just stuff that requires either hand eye coordination or some like just general athletic ability. There are like, people where it seems like they are just like have a baseline competence at at, at a lot of that stuff. Because like I've I've heard more no talk about when they do like hot, boot hockey games at his ranch or whatever. Mauer's one of the best at it, even though he never played hockey. So it's like there are just like dudes like that that are like supernaturally. They're savants. Yeah, and it's just like, but to like be impressed at like that this one that this one can also talk. 
Yeah, and also, fucking and also, like, shut up. Allegedly, he can talk. I saw no evidence of this. Boring. I've, in this article, all right. clips I've seen of of that podcast are just like the exactly what you would expect. Like, I Boring. need. I really need sources cited on like most of this. Yeah. I like all of the citations are articles that guy wrote yeah. that had the same headline. <laughs> I thought those guys were absolutely you thought they were gonna die. Uh, but yeah, like sh- show show me the clips. But it's just play like, me the clips. It's transparently like it's it is an advertising. such bald marketing. Well, it's it, 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 it's 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 Dane Moore style journalism. Ooh. It, it's fucking. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to. I'm hoping I'm getting a couple texts from the players about how good this now article that's is. That's calling. That's calling them out. That's well, pretty it, rude. It's true. It's just like this is what you get when journalists are like not only fans but like fanboys. It's pretty like, impressive that three people were able to suck his dick at the same time like that. Like like Royce is a fan of the Minnesota Twins, but he's a huge asshole. I kind of respect Suhan at this point, who just hates everything. Yeah, and like he he's a crank. But it's I like miss the days when people hated everyone. At least he's not like hoping that Ryan Saunders texts him before during the quarantine to make sure he's doing all right. Yeah, yeah. Like if Mookie Betts shut up. Like I bet Carlos Correa's agent tried. They went with Betsy for the book one because they tried to get Suhan to write it, and he was like. You all can suck my dick. I hate the twins. I would never write a positive thing about Carlos Correa. I would. It, does he make more than twenty dollars an hour? Then fuck him. He probably he, he probably called him Kevin Correa to his face. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you again, Kevin? Kevin. All right. He already had a Correa on this team, and he sucked. More of the same, same shit, different shovel with the Correas, huh? <laughs> um, that's all the baseball stuff. We got plenty of stuff to talk about in the second half, and right. I think we should take a little break. Can I? Our... Can I just oh, get? I'm sorry. Sh- no, yeah, no, it's it's all right. This is this, this is off topic. Give it to me. But I just wanted to get a live me, reaction, and we can talk about it more later. Uh-huh. I'm sure we'll discuss Terry Funk later. Yes, yeah. yeah. But the we have had breaking news since the podcast started. The Funker? Is he alive again? No. Oh. Bray Wyatt is dead. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Damn. That's I don't, weird. I haven't seen, I, 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 I literally, I got a text, I got a text about it. He's got murdered. Like right after he started, so I haven't gotten a chance to like really look it up, but I was, I just wanted to get a live reaction Why? on podcast before you checked he your never, phone and saw that. Uh, uh, Triple H announced it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Rotunda, IRS, the son of IRS. And there had just been like yeah. rumors about him returning. He was nearing a returning to the ring after battling a life-threatening illness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what he was dealing with is not known. Pro wrestlers have sent condolences. There's a bunch of huh vaccinated? Oh, jab. Was he vaccinated? I thought you said Jap. I also thought you said Jap. Was he Japanese? Was like, yeah. I was like, huh? <laughs> Sounds a little like, easy peasy Japanese. Um, but I don't. I actually do not know. That's um, crazy. Yeah, that's just uh, that literally broke while we were talking. That yeah. sucks. R.I.P. Yes. Rest in peace. Not my favorite guy, but you know what? He was doing his own thing. Right. And he had a lot of ideas. Yeah. Yeah, he was kind of the raven of his generation. 
where he like sort of never broke through, but he had a lot of ideas. Mm -hmm. At least a good chunk of the fans were into it. No, I know, but like he was never Raven was never Stone Cold. I like I like the comparison. Is is he was he was trying a lot of new stuff, and it it was pretty successful. And I think he'll be remembered as being very ahead of his time. Very much so. Uh, family wrestler, uh, R.I.P. How many members of the Wyatt family are dead? Didn't Luke Luke Harper? Luke yeah. Harper's dead. Brody Brody Lee. Brody yeah, Lee. Yeah, yeah, that's what. What? what, what Who is the bald guy with the red beard? Eric Rowan. Is he oh, dead? Eric, no, he's alive. Oh, Eric. Yeah, he's in AEW. Oh, I thought he had died. He's not in AEW. Oh, but he no, he, did, he appeared in AEW a couple yeah. of times. But, but yeah, Brody Lee and he's Bray Wyatt are dead now. So, yeah. R.I.P. That sucks. Yeah. Gone too soon. Break time. All right. Talk to you later. None of your business. R.I.P. Terry Funk. Terry Funk forever. Forever. I remember the first time I had already watched it, but when we watched Terry Funk and Mick Foley in the 95 uh, Japanese Oak King of the Deathmatch tournament. The exploding ring. Yeah, and like, I don't think, like, neither of us had really seen something that extreme yet in our wrestling fandom, and I had watched it for some, I think you had, I think Val had mentioned it probably, so I watched it, and then we watched it, and like the, the noise you made when like, uh, they like first go through one of the tables, they like DDT <laughs> one of them, or something, and you're just like, holy shit! <laughs> they're just killing, they're killing yeah. each other. And then it, like the ring doesn't explode, <laughs> and then they have to, Mick like, Foley just like gets on a ladder and do, climbs it and jumps off. All this insane shit. <laughs> God, that shit forever. I was like, oh yeah, Terry Funk left. And then you you find a clip of him doing a moonsault in ECW and doing like fifty. Oh my God! Well, it's I think it's their first. I think it's the first ECW pay per view, mm-hmm. which I don't is it, I think barely legal. I'm not sure. Um, but time. but it's the one where he wins their title, their world yeah. title, <laughs> and it's just just him doing these mood salts at ECW, where it's just like it looks like his knees don't work, right? But he's just up there, just like flipping off the top row. <laughs> it's like who the fuck is this guy? He's Terry unbelievable. Is my hero. But I think about uh, like in the, there's one point in the Attitude Era where it's like DX. Is backstage and I just remember the uh, uh, running into Mick and 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 Terry Funk yeah. and they're just like, ooh, it's the hardcore legends like Triple H, <laughs> <laughs> and then of course get get the shit beaten out of them oh, man. by by Terry and Mick. And then one of my other a, a great foundational memory of marijuana for me is <laughs> in when Val lived in North Minneapolis. <laughs> Um, his, his roommate, his name was Big Mike. Big Mike. Big Mike. He was a big guy. <laughs> uh, but he had a tabletop vaporizer. Yeah. It wasn't a volcano, but it was the same idea. It was more like a hoop and stuff. It was a hose. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, uh, we got absolutely blasted. They watched Roadhouse, <laughs> which, oh, which I I didn't really know Terry Funk at the time, 
He makes an impression, though. But he is incredible in that movie. Mind your own business, Dad! Yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll have to watch that. But you also see Sam Elliott's Bush. Yeah. And I remember that leaving it a huge impression on everyone in the room. <laughs> uh, there's a Hollywood story that... Um, I think it's Lonnie Anderson is the female lead in Roadhouse. And there's a scene where uh, Patrick Swayze like picks her up with his penis, <laughs> and um, she in real life married Bill Murray's best friend, and so the Murray the the multiple Murray brothers allegedly <clears throat> have over the years worked together so that any time. Roadhouse plays on cable day or night. They leave him a voicemail that says Patrick Swayze's fucking your wife on TV right now. <laughs> oh my god. It <laughs> rocks. <laughs> Terry Funk R.I.P., one of the greats. Another uh Chainsaw Charlie. Yeah, Chainsaw Charlie. That's a good that's a good good shit. Chainsaw Charlie coming out of a box. He has to come out of a box. One of my favorite Terry Funk moments is is during the the Mick Foley Undertaker Hell in a Cell. Because of course he's out there yeah. the whole time. Yeah. After Taker throws Mick off the top of the cell and through the table, he's making sure he's all right. And, and Terry's out there with the doctors checking him right. out. <laughs> And then, and then after Foley climbs back up and gets gets choke slammed through the right the cage. through the cage into the ring, in comes Terry Funk's back in there and he stalls for time. By this is my favorite part. Uh, he takes a choke slam from the Undertaker, and the Undertaker choke slams Terry Funk out of his shoes. Yeah, they like fly. Off. Yeah, Terry Funk's shoes come off. He is. He was one of the best wrestlers at being like a cartoon. Yeah. So like his his he leaves and his shoes are just in the ring for the rest of the match. Watching his like he's like wily coyote. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's the best. He just his his like wild his wild punches. So he was, like punch drunk. Yeah. Uh, when watching his stuff in New Japan, where he's like stumbling around the ring like an idiot, swinging his arms, and the, this these Japanese guys are just like, yeah. <laughs> Yes! This guy's the best! Yes. I love this guy! So over in Japan. Yeah, really both was. of them, Terry and Dory. <laughs> They're the Funk Brothers. Yeah, that's so fucking cool that the, those two those two guys, his last name is Funk. <laughs> Speaking of finding success in the land of the rising sun, yeah. uh, James Harden's agent floated that he may just play in China for a season. That would be. He's gonna is China is the Chinese basketball league gonna try to be what Saudi Arabia is doing for soccer? I think so, but he said that every time he goes to China, he feels more at home there than in America. <laughs> he's so funny. This is hilarious. What is up with this guy? Who is he? <laughs> That's the he's, shit last week of him. Just like barking to, at these Chinese children. Yeah. Yeah. All the coverage I saw of that really underplayed the fact that he was saying it to children in a different country that don't <laughs> speak English. Or at least very, very limited. Yeah, like, <laughs> get no idea what he's talking about. He is gone. 
Dog James like. Harden might be like the most interesting athlete of all time. <clears throat> like in the sense that he's like so like VC culture. He's like the he's like almost his MVP season was almost like the the most maniacal output like yeah. maniacal extremity of like sabermetric basketball <laughs> where it's just like percentage wise all I gotta do is it like thirty two percent? just it, and then just degrees. get fouled all the time. Just dare people to foul me. Yeah, just dig around Ugh. until that is truly they the get worst. up in my shit. And and also, but just like a completely selfish, but like short-minded maniac, like does not care about his reputation, I guess. Yeah, he does seem like prone to acting up, Mm -hmm. for sure. And he's just a little, I think part of it is that he's a little less demonstrative than, than Rodman. Right. Waller and good job. Saved by Miles. Tie game. Correa. Carlos Correa ties the he's game. He's got some good wheels. Yeah. Um, just a fascinating character. Uh, because, like, you know, Rodman was so outspoken, whereas Harden is, like, this weird, mumbly weirdo. Yeah, like exactly. same with Kawhi Leonard. It's like if Kawhi Leonard were more erratic. <laughs> I've shown you that video. I've seen that video of him like in the studio with some rapper, and he's like nodding along. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's oh, so weird. Dude. I remember the heart. Okay, so we actually this is a good callback because I saw this later, and we discussed this on the show. <clears throat> that big boxing match, the Terrence Crawford one. Um. When I mentioned that <laughs> the guy who's going to fight next was sitting in the front row getting yelled at, mm-hmm. uh, not until later when it was posted online was there did I know that through professional photography there was James Harden was sitting right by him, and as this guy's getting yelled at, like mm-hmm. like Terrence Crawford goes back to continue fighting, and then James Harden goes, "Hey, is he in your weight class?" And the guy's just like, yeah. What? <laughs> the guy's just like, yes. And he's like, huh. What? He's just a weirdo. He's just not all there. It's like, he's just chill. It's like, what's, why are you? It was why, just the weirdest thing around. He's watching this guy get screamed at, and he's like, hey, what's going on? Is this supposed to be trash talk? Do you know each other? Yeah. Is he, why is he mad at you? <laughs> um, what is going on? What is going on? That's actually a new segment. That I'm starting. What is going on? What's going on? And uh, this week is about TJ Hawkinson. What is going on? He's he's a free agent. He says he's playing in the preseason game. So is he is he not on the team roster? No, I think he is. He wants an extension. Oh, okay. He will be a free agent. He will be a free agent, but he wants the huge extension. Which Mm -hmm. I guess here's the thing is. Oh my, uh, here's the thing is like, with extensions, it's, it is kind of like, well, at least he wants to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to being like trade. Right. It's, I guess, I, it, and he I, just wants more money. He just wants more money. More the thing money. is, is, 
the thing, my concern about him as a um, committing to him long term is I'm not sure he's built to last at tight end. I don't know. Takes a lot of hits being such a receiver. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, like, what do I know? He is good. Yeah, I like him. He's I'm a happy good to, fit with Kirk. I'm happy to. Well, I'm happy to extend him. It's kind of the. I don't know. I have no idea how much money he's worth. Well, yeah, right. That's the question. Football contracts are bananas. I mean, and right. also they never get paid. So, um, who knows? It's a whole. The NFL is just a scam. And speaking of the NFL as a scam, what is going on? What's, what's what going is, on? What, this is another good what is going on. What is going on with the blind side? Ooh. What is going on? What is going on? It's lies. It was, well, and the other thing is I remember at the time, like that movie not really passing. I never read the book. I didn't, I never bought that movie as a good movie. Well, see, the thing is, I kind of imagine the book is probably a little less credulous about these people, like. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. it's, it's by the Moneyball guy, I think. Oh, okay. I think it's the same guy. I'm not very familiar with the book at all. Honestly. Cause it's a true, I mean, it's like a true story, but like. Right. It was like a magazine piece that became a book. Yeah, one of those. And I think it is the Moneyball guy, uh, but. I think it's a little, I think he's a little more like, huh. You know what I mean? Uh, Why do but, these people want everybody to talk about this? The, huh. Well, and it turns out they're just, they're just showbiz parents. You're right. You yeah. Know, like they were just milking this poor kid. How, yeah, how can we benefit from this? And it's like, no way. And, like, the only defense I've really seen is people being like, well, who would do that? These people. Right. Did you see that photo of them um, where they were, like, sitting courtside in an NBA game next to, like, young Gunna? Is that the one where they're... John Morant's basketball card. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. John Morant's basketball card. They're sitting next to, like, NLE Choppa or something. Yeah, it's very funny. God, I hate those people. They gave me the they gave me the EBGBs, Willies. Catholic. First pitch. Easy double play. <laughs> just a just a guy standing. <laughs> right. Yeah, right too. Um, um yeah, blindside. Something. Hope that guy gets his money back. Yeah, that's. Hope he saves some of it from playing in the NFL too. Right. Right. I, I, I wonder how much it would take. Well, I think so. they got. I think it's a Britney Spears situation. Right. I think they got protectorship oh, they and they all, got all oh, his okay. money. That's what I'm. That's what I'm because saying. they're like, yeah. well, he's dumb and we're taking care of him. Yo, I think Jeffers, Jeffers just, just destroyed off. one. Yeah, Jeffers. Let's just, go. Jeffers just creamed one. Give him the Let's twins lead in the eighth inning. Let's go. He's Let's feeling go. good. He's feeling it. What's going on? What is going what is on? Going on? <laughs> Ryan Jeffers didn't used to hit home runs. He's good now. now. He does. What's going on? What's happening? What's happening? He's just Mitch, he's what Mitch Garver used to be. 
Yeah, it's got to be weird for Mitch Garver Mitch, to be sitting in the bench, Mitch sitting Garver, behind yeah. home plate right now. God Mitch, damn it. Mitch Garver on tank the tank the Rangers. What is going on? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> what is happening? That I, used to be me. Am I watching my past? What's going on? He yeah. kind of looks like me. It happened to me this morning. <laughs> Don't believe me? Take a look. Take a look. Oh, man, what a fucking... Don't believe me? Take a look. Tucker voice. I just can't believe that anyone watched his two-hour interview with Andrew Tate. They said that, like, six million people watched it, and it's like, no, they didn't. I don't believe you. You're lying. (laughs) Now with AI, though, you could just be like, nah, it's fluffed. Yeah. You have bots. Bots. That's the best thing about AI is Bar- you could just plausibly just be like you're lying yeah. <laughs> about anything. Just no, you're lying. Things, sounds like a deep fake to me. Fake numbers. Um, not real. The last thing I wanted to talk about on my agenda, and then we can move on, I suppose, is that um, I had a great day of sports watching Sunday. I love to watch sports in the morning. Oh yes. Okay. And so Sunday, I got up with the dogs. We ate, and I watched first America rally and beat Germany in FIBA. Uh, oh yeah. Friendlies. Aunt Edwards. Yep. Uh, and then the Women's World Cup, and then the Dallas Keuchel game. That was all one inter- uninterrupted TV day. I didn't get to watch the Keiko game, but I did watch the Women's World Cup final. Only sports has the opportunity to give that to you, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That experience. Mm-hmm. A whole day of interesting things. Of, of live, like yeah. things that are happening live. Like, all over the world. Yeah. Because the USA-Germany game was in uh, the UAE. Yeah, wherever the, yeah. Um... They were loud. I have to give it to them. They were going nuts. They're pumped. Their fans were good. It was a good crowd. But uh Germany was just beating the shit out of us. And then like the Wagners. The Wagner brothers and Daniel Tice. Is uh, Dennis Schroeder playing? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You bet. So you know, like NBA players. Yeah. Oh yeah. Five guys on an NBA roster. When, yeah. when does that tournament start? I'm not sure. It's got to be soon. It's like this. When is it happening? What is going on? What's going on? Um. So yeah, they were down, and they uh, like they shut Germany down. Like Germany didn't score for like eight the last eight minutes. <laughs> like Jaron Jackson Jr. just blocked everything. We are not fucking around. Um. It's an interesting mix because, like, <clears throat> the Steve Kerr's kind of trying to run it so that Jalen Brunson runs the offense. Yeah. He's really slow mm-hmm. compared to Ant. And Ant just kind of takes over. And then Jaron Jackson Jr. plays defense. And they, don't they have, like, Mikhail Bridges out there? Yep. And he's also playing defense. And they send, and then they like bring, uh, what's his name? Pablo Banquero off the bench. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty good squad. It's a fun. They're having fun. Yeah. 
cats playing in uh, for the DR. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but they're, they're, you're seeing a lot of media about how cat, or not cat, ant is like, uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of God yeah. incarnate. A lot of, a lot of hype around it. It's like, okay. All right. I mean, I sure hope so. Let's I'd go. love time, to see it. Us to be good. Here's the thing is this team is not really built to be that good. I'm so not excited about the team that it's like having one of the most exciting players at the NBA. Right. doesn't mean much to me. Here's, here's an interesting thing is I'm a little concerned that, like, having another guy on the team that's getting all this media it may not be good for Cat. He's gonna get mm. so jealous. So sad. He's gonna be mad. He would be so mad at us for eating Popeyes. He's so, they're so crazy. They went to, what is it? The cookie place? In Sabia, like three in the morning. These guys are nuts. They went to the cookie place. Out of this world. They went to the 24 hour cookie restaurant. They went to the cookie restaurant named after the thing they had. <laughs> And, uh, he's, yeah, that's another thing where the woman has a bag of chips on her head. And she's so crazy. Yeah, where it's like, really? That's how that's how you guys get wild? I yeah. don't believe you. Do you remember when Lizzo wanted to fuck Carl Anthony Towns? People thought he was cute. So That was when she wore those assless, <laughs> those assless <laughs> chaps. <laughs> those two Timberwolves game in Brooklyn, I think. Um... Looking good. <clears throat> Looks like he dodged a bullet. A rare bullet. Can you think? He's had enough tragedy in his life. He doesn't yes. need to also date Liz. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, I don't need. Like, didn't, she, didn't she like get banned from the arena for wearing those or some shit? Yeah, it's like never come back. They're like, get that shit out of here. We lit that chair on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Like we were at the at Super Hall when Vader knocked out and those. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Anthony Edwards, he is playing very well. He's the man, and Look. he he's got all that, all that piss and vinegar, you know. Yeah, he's, he does seem to have the 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 shit, the joie de vivre. It looks like their first game is Saturday morning at seven thirty. Nice. Nice. That's kind of the nice thing about, like, if I'm up on Saturday or Sunday at, like, 8 or 10.30, there's probably a Premier League game on yeah. NBC. And I think the FIBA game was on ABC. Yeah. <clears throat> Looks like the tournament starts tomorrow, but it's the, all the first game is Saturday. It's all TV is good for. It. It's live sports, frankly. Yeah, not a controversial yes. opinion, I think. It's all that's worth paying for, at least. Absolutely. Uh, what are we paying for? I don't know. I don't give a damn. Um, what else is what else is going on? What else is going on? <laughs> what else is going on? Um, something's going on. AEW. Yeah, there is a pay-per-view. They're, yeah, all in at Wembley Stadium. It's going to be huge. Like, like when Cream got back together. You can read the card. Is it all, <clears throat> it's all set. Right? It's, I'm pretty sure, unless they add it something very last minute on Collision, but those that show's already been taped, so those spoilers would be out anyway. Uh, anyway, uh, 
what they're doing. Main event, MJF versus Adam Cole. Sure. For the the Triple B, the Big Burgundy Belt, as Max likes to call it, the AW World Title. Uh, <clears throat> I think he's going to win. I, I think that's the most likely scenario, but I think there's a lot of things that could happen, and I'm actually very... Oh, Jack just got fucked on a walk. Oh. What is this oak doing? A clear strike. But I think that's going to be really interesting. They this. are... It's a tough call. They, but they've been doing a, a whole storyline with them where Cole had a non-title match against MJF to try and earn a title match and he had MJF beat when the time limit ran out for the 30 minute draw. Right. Okay, I'm just grabbing But then uh, MJF refused to give Cole a rematch. Then they were paired together randomly, quote-unquote randomly wrestling. Right. Um, as tag team partners in the the tag tournament, which they then won and have since become best friends. But so in, on the pre-show, they are challenging Aussie Open for the Ring of Honor tag title. Double play to win it. Hell yes. That was a big win. That was a huge win. Go We're so it. back. We're They're so, back. so fucking bad. <laughs> Fuck. But that's so that they're going to open and close the show. Which is going to be yeah. cool. Uh, and so I just think like a lot of interesting things that could happen because they're both teasing turning on each other. Right. So it's kind of like, who knows? And Roderick Strong's been hanging around and really upset and in a neck brace. So he could get involved in some way. Uh, what else is happening? Chris Jericho and Will Ospreay. Hell yeah. Uh, Ospreay had a really good promo on Dynamite. Last night, <laughs> the oh, Fozzie's gonna play. Oh yeah, at the show, which which that yes, that's, that's new. That's like thing. like so. Is Jericho literally going to sing his entrance? Oh, I hope so. Oh, Royce God. Lewis for three for three, one RBI, one run, one walk. Let's go. We're so back. <laughs> but oh man, he's gonna be so annoying. He's going to be so obnoxious on that entrance. How is that match going to go? I have no idea. I, I assume Osprey's going to win. Osprey has to win, I assume. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I'm sure he'll do everything he can. I'm looking at the whole thing. So we've got a trio's title match. Yeah, they're doing House, House of, of Black, Black versus the Acclaimed. The acclaimed Daddy Ass. Daddy, Daddy Ass returned after he retired. Oh, he's already back. Yeah, he that was the he like left his boots in the ring, but then the House of Black were walking around with the boots and like taunting. Oh shit! Sure. <laughs> the the acclaimed with him and Billy returned and they they officially challenged them. So and then we have the real AEW World Title match <laughs> between CM Punk and Samoa Joe. Oh yeah. Uh, the old timers. Yeah, 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 they're bringing back their old Spring of Honor. I, I did Cute. see Sam Punk give Samojo a very shitty go to sleep. Yeah, on collision, oh. dressed up like uh, like um, 
What was it? Well, like like the the old shit that that Christian and Edge used to yeah. do, where they dressed up like the the Spanish luchadores. Conquistadors. Conquistadors. We already mentioned Jericho and Osprey, which will be weird and uh-huh. best. Yes. Then we've got Stadium Stampede. Ooh, which is not good. which Ray Ray Phoenix does had has has visa issues, so is not going to be in. So it was going to be six on sixes, not five on five. Great. And so it's it's Eddie Kingston, the best. Penta, and the best friends are Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, and Trent Beretta. Yeah. Against John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, Wheeler Yuta, and Santana yeah. and Ortiz, who yeah. just returned. They've been out for a very long time. So that might that'll suck. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what what kind of dumb shit can you do in this huge stadium? I have no idea what. What does Stadium Stampede mean? Because that was a thing that they would do in the, in oh, the pandemic. Well, at that Who show in the 70s in Cincinnati, <laughs> it was general admission. <laughs> so there was no assigned seating. So when doors opened, you could just get whatever you wanted. <clears throat> and all these kids got killed. Oh. And uh, some Cincinnati radio station used to sell t-shirts that said, I, I ran over your sister. Oh, at the whatever stadium. See, I hope that happens. And then, that would be cool. I broke your neck. <laughs> and then, and then Travis Scott did the same thing with Satan. Yeah, <clears throat> that was very funny. It was because of Satan. <laughs> Satan. Sorry. Oh, uh, this might be of interest to you. Uh, it's this six man team match. Who? This might be interesting to who? Val. Val. Jesus Christ. Val Gravel. Yep. Uh, Bullet Club Gold, which is Jay White and Juice. Let's go. Robinson. And mm-hmm. Kanosuke Takesha, <clears throat> which is a Japanese guy that you probably aren't familiar with. Then the, uh, the Golden Elite, which is Adam Page, Kenny Omega, and Kota Ibushi. Wow. He's never coming back. No, he's not. But we'll see if he 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 did not impress no. in the in the war games. Match. He's kind of so old. We'll see how how he looks here. Maybe maybe yeah. he's been done. He's just like been working out literally since then. Like he hasn't ever stopped. <laughs> he's been he's been doing like the bus like hundred times gravity because because yeah. he's, he's, he's got, got like two hundred pounds of clothes on. Yeah. He's gonna show up to the arena and he's gonna take off like his wristbands. He's gonna drop them and yeah. they're gonna break the ring. <laughs> like when you get big show and suplex. <laughs> <laughs> then we have a coffin tag team match. I like Ooh. it. Christian Cage and the Swerve Strickland versus Darby Allen and Sting. Woo! So you gotta wonder who's, who's gonna win that one. It's Sting. Sting. It's Sting. This is the match that we had Tony Schiavone here for. Oh. So he can say, it's Sting. Yeah, he's going to go crazy. Yeah. Uh, And then we have the AEW Women's World Title (laughs) four-way match. The only women's match. Yeah. The only women's match on the card. Hikaru Shida, Soraya, Tony Storm, and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't. I don't know. 
then something's gonna happen there. Yeah, like who cares? Tony Storm's been doing a kind of fun character since she lost the title. Right. She's been acting like a like a lost starlet. <clears throat> if they start treating their women's division seriously, I'll start paying attention. <laughs> but they don't treat it seriously, so Yeah. The AEW World Tag Team title match, which I guess is happening. It's happening. It's happening. despite Cash Wheeler's questionable status. I guess it's happening. I guess the Young Bucks. It's happening. The Jacksons. And then, as you mentioned, the World Tag Team. Which I could see, at least from my point of view, not caring about large swaths of this car. (laughs) But there might be some fun stuff. There's some stuff I'm definitely excited for. Well, especially Stadium the, Stampede's going to be a 30-minute... I'm really like, okay, so Stadium Stampede was something that they started during the pandemic. Yeah, so they was, had the stadium. So a big, empty football stadium. <clears throat> and they did the same. They did it again once with fans, but it started in the football stadium. But it was the, sh- the show was at... Daly's place, I think. Yeah, so it ended. So it was, it was connected to the stadium, so it, it fled into the <laughs> arena and ended in the ring. But so are they just? So gonna, is, the, is this literally just going to be? Is it in an um, empty way? Anarchy, the anarchy in the arena, but in Wembley Stadium. Like, is, is there going to be any difference? I doubt it. Because that was that was kind of the only, it's life. That was kind of the whole Sorry. thing was like we're not in the pandemic era, so we don't need to do stadium stampede anymore. So now we do anarchy in the arena. Which also sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to pack a life. People love that. that. Is one of the things where I feel like the greatest uh, cognitive dissonance with like internet wrestling fans of just like these stadium stampede matches and anarchy in the arena matches get like nine plus. Yeah, I don't. I just don't get online. it. And I'm like, the, make it like, make sense. And they're like, the chaos is just like so much fun to watch. I like barely know what's going on. And it's like, that is, <clears throat> I don't, what? And I just like it when keys are jingling. Yeah. They just feel very, I like when stuff's They happening. feel very self indulgent a lot. Of well, the time. I like it yeah. when it's loud. I feel like a lot, a lot of Moxley stuff feels that way to me. It feels very self indulgent of he's like, You're gonna bleed again. It's, it's, I think he, is almost like Jericho like in in like his mindset. He just doesn't speak it as much, but right. he he absolutely thinks that he's like a genius. He's the man, yeah. And he sure. is and he's like, oh, I got all these genius. Yeah. Look at all this crazy, ridiculous shit I can do and I'm and and also, oh, oh, uh I'm unbeatable. I'm never gonna put anyone over ever. Right. That that's what drives me crazy about him. He doesn't make anyone look good. Oh, MJ, MJF beat me for the title because William Regal gave him brass knuckles. Yeah. CM Punk could beat me after I squash him on TV. Right. For some more that more. That was some of the see. that was some of the dumbest shit I've ever seen, and I was like, oh, when that happened, I was like, that doesn't feel like an AEW move. That feels like a a, a like lazy WWE move of like, oh, we'll right. do this on oh, we can't wait to the pay-per-view, so we're going to do it on TV, and he's going to give him like two big moves right away, and it's over. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. Why? It's, and it's like two years in a row that they're like burying all out. 
Because that's what they did last year before All Out was they was Punk came back and they were like that's our main event which was perfect. He came out like just yeah. he came back just in time to set that up, that main event for the for the pay per view and then they did the match on TV. Yeah, they had to build a rematch with like <clears throat> in two weeks. And now we're back here again this year. They're doing this huge all-in show, which they're advertising as the biggest wrestling show of all time. Which is it? Is it? No. Uh, in in by some numbers, isn't it? Sure. Isn't it still Ric Flair and Pyongyang? Yeah, that's what I, I mean. Thought. I don't. The I don't. Korea I don't. Show. Well, yeah. But I don't. I don't know if people count. Uh actually, uh, I don't fucking know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, all right. At least that's all the right. one that immediately that's like the most attended one that comes to mind. Right. right. Uh, but the, now they're doing that. They're, they're doing that big show and all doing all out literally a week, a week later. later. Yeah. They had. I saw that they had a couple shows announced. Yeah, they have like a couple matches couple announced matches. already because they're doing. Uh, they have a dynamite Dar- in the rampage and a collision with the mm-hmm. And they're doing Darby versus Luchasaurus for yeah. the TNT title, and, and they're doing Miro, Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs, which yeah. that sounds good. Right. Miro versus Hobbs sounds awesome. It's like, okay, and we're going to just build, like, what, what are we going to do? Exactly. Um, yeah, so this, this AEW pay-per-view, I, I mean, I'm sure we'll watch it. That somehow, some way. Yes. Uh, I will watch. We'll, we'll tell you good people what we think. Everyone's waiting to hear what we think. Everyone wants to know what I'm thinking. And then AW All Out and WWE Payback. The same week as that. I'm sure our opinion isn't the same as most podcasts. That's all. We're a unique individual. We're very, very unique. And everybody loves our opinions. Yeah, we're pretty... I like us. Yeah, and that's the way that everyone feels. There's not much coming up in New Japan. I just want to slide in. Right. But in a couple weeks, starting September 9th, is the road to these destruction tours. And there's a TV mat, title match between Zack Sabre Jr. and Bolton Ole. Because Bolton Ole, they did one of those dark match, like gauntlet matches, where mm-hmm. if the one guy wins all three, he wins a bunch of, like, he wins a meat raffle or whatever. <laughs> but then if he wins everything, he also gets a world TV title match. So he did win all three. All right. So he wants some money and, like, a bunch of beef jerky or some shit. And then also this title. That's pretty funny. So that's going to be in Corrigan on Friday the eighth. So I might just check that out. That's cool. I like that. Be a fun little match. I think there's just like random shit peppered in through a bunch of these Road Two shows. The first Destruction shows on the twenty fourth of August. Let's see what do they got after that. They got Osprey against Suji. Okay, pretty good. That's fun. I think Osprey got a new version of the U.S. belt and he's calling it the U.K. belt. Yeah. Because right now the, I, it says on the website IWGP U.S. and then in parentheses U.K. Yeah. Heavyweight Championship. He's, doing, he's, he's like landstorming it. Yeah. 
They've got a special single match, 30 minute time limit, Naito and Jeff Cobb, and also Takagi and Okada. They're doing a whole little, uh, LIJ versus Empire little thing. Sure. They've also got the Yoshihashi and Goto against Shane Haste and Mikey Nichols tag team match championship. And also Tai Chi against Show for the KPW. Alright. What a, what a show. Cool. They've got a tag team match with Ishii and Okada against Bad Dude Tito and ZSJ on this show. Who knows? Maybe that'll be fun. Who knows? The Destruction Show in Tokyo. Ooh, that's got the Junior Tag Team Heavyweight Championship match. The both the guys of Clark Connors and Gerald Maloney against Kevin Knight and Kushida, which would be fun to settle. And then you got T- Takahashi, Leo Rush, and Mike Bailey. It's a good match. Not my favorite way to do that, but fuck mm-hmm. it. Gotta do what you gotta do. Damn, I think that is a, like, fuck all of these. They've got a best of seven series on the road two shows between Desperado, Narita, and Suzuki against Nagata, Umino, and Wado. Okay. <laughs> okay. The best of seven finals on this show. <laughs> Interesting. Then they got Finley <laughs> and Tamatanga and then Sonata and Evil. So some kind of mid-ass uh, titles. Sonata and Evil. Really, 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 uh, Dragging through the October, the yeah, fall season here. Stretch, stretch. Show these ones in there. Um, oh, Gabe Kid and Coglin are facing El Fantasma and Hippolyta for the strong open weight Okay. Okay. So that should also be hot. LP and Hippolyta, new tag team. LP part of Gorillas of Destiny. Yeah, let, let's go. <laughs> he's, a, he's an honorary Tommy. He, he's the gorilla. He's a Canadian Tommy. He's like, yeah, he's like yeah, Tarzan. He's, he's their Sammy Zayn. Right. <laughs> he's the honorary. He's, he's like Tarzan. He was like raised by them. The honor, honorary gorilla. So there's Don't some, stop your crying. It'll be <laughs> alright. There'll just be some like matches to watch here and there <clears throat> still in yeah. the coming months. Mm-hmm. Just check in. Uh, on the WWE side of things, Edge had his last match, maybe? Yeah, they did like a whole, they've done a whole bunch of shit, like 25 years of Edge. Right, and he had a, he had a big match with Edge, or with Egg. <laughs> Egg. Uh, he had a big match against Sheamus. Sure. On, on this last, this last week's SmackDown. And now there's a lot of speculation about that. Uh, I've heard that, that it was like, oh, he told WWE what his number would be to, like, return. And they were like, yeah, we're not going to pay you that much. <laughs> so they, that WWE believes that, that he's going to go to AEW. Sure, or hang out with Christian. It's Adam Copeland! <laughs> yeah. Christian and Adam. Yeah. <laughs> he's edging. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Edging. What if he just, what if he just, what if his name was just Egg? What if it was, egg. You, what, what if, if he, he was, was Jericho calls him Egg all the time? His name is Egg. What if he did a gimmick where he dressed like the Edge from U2? He's the Edge. And then they wrestled at Wembley Stadium. <laughs> oh yeah, hell yeah. That's the Edge's music and it's like, <laughs> 
Just some dumb bullshit. It's like the beginning of uh, where the streets have no name, where it's like... <laughs> and then Bono's wearing an American flag for some reason. 9-11. Yeah, you, you had to, you had to, to be there. People were goofy back then. My favorite sport... Uh, my favorite sporting um, musical concert in that in that era was uh, when Creed played halftime, not at the Super Bowl, but at, like a different game. It might have been the Thanksgiving game or something. Yeah, it was a Thanksgiving game, and they were just rocking out, and there were these jacked guys with shaved heads doing those like athletic fabric dances. Right. <laughs> and they're like suspended from the roof of the they were suspended from the roof of the stadium, like dancing and spinning in the air. Some of the funniest shit of all time. Creed huge hit. They, weren't they the they're Marlins fans, right? Yeah, they rewrote that one song to be the Let's Play Ball, it's game day. Right. We want strikeouts, base hits, and double plays. Of course. Come on, Marlins, make us proud. <laughs> Just like some of the fun. Like, I can't believe that shit was, like, selling, like, a hot case. Like, off the fucking charts. I love this. Creed. Oh, my a God. to catch a stolen base. You gotta get some more of this Creed. It's like I had a coworker tell me that Skillet was like the new Skillet album was really good. Skillet's kind of the new Creed. And I was like, oh. They're not nearly as big. I'm like, oh, yeah. Speaking of Creed, did you see that Scott from Creed is going to play Frank Sinatra in a movie? Sure, I'm into it. I didn't. Well. Is there going to be a scene where they like torture Marilyn Monroe? Well, I should hope not. I feel like Blonde had that covered. Come on, Marlins, make us proud. Is he gonna, is he gonna sing like uh, some some of the Sinatra hits, but as himself, like his yeah. voice? Mm-hmm. My town of town, Chicago hills. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of any there. Have you ever heard that that like one uh, <clears throat> when he tried to be hip and he did like a concept album about the solar system Mm-mm. and it, like people hated it and he got really de- and he <laughs> he like sent a mob guy to like Robert Christgau's house to like break his legs for reviewing it badly at Rolling Stone. Oh my God. Frank, this uh, this sucks. Come over here and twist your ear, you little faggot. <laughs> I do like. Hey! <laughs> I, I do, uh, that does remind me of, for some reason, of, uh, the. I'm gonna sock you in the jaw, you little queer. Yeah, or William F. Buckley. Just some of the funniest. I'll sock you in the goddamn jaw and you'll stay blasted. Which is like the least threatening man of all time. The most thin-lipped, wormy little fuck. <laughs> like if John Clayton were threatening you, or were calling you a faggot. Just this tiny little guy. He'd be like, I'll rip your head off, brother. I wouldn't say Vidal seems tough, but he seems like very virile. We're, how tall is Vidal? I don't know, but I, like in the sense that I feel like he was a guy that... that um, he fucked everybody. 
you know. Yeah. He was a sexual athlete. Thor Height. Five eleven and a half. That's pretty tall for those days. For those days, I'm he's just, taller than William F. Buckley. That is one thing. Sometimes I think about going back in time would be very funny because if I went to like nineteen twenty eight, I'm I'm just a, a giant, <laughs> just in general, just I'm looming over people. Gore Vidal did get in a fist fight with Norman Mailer. Now that I think of it, like small forward in the NBA. Yeah. Dominating. Back when Bud Grant won an NBA championship. Like, I I could be like a a tight end for years. (laughs) A a blocking tight end. Yeah, let's go Nationals. You fuck the Yankees, dude. Mercy ever. I love it. Me too. It's good. Did we did we clear the whole checklist? We did. It's gone. I'm sure it did. Yes. It can't be seen. I felt like I was running out of shit to talk about. Not me. What? We can go all night. Ooh. I'll go all night. Um, don't play with me, Playboy. For a good cause. Hey, Playboy. <laughs> talk all night for Suck a up. good cause. And that good cause is... You better not play with me like I'm no toys. Nothing. I got nothing. I ain't no toy playboy. Feeling like I'm doing something. Everyone loves to see this. It's like therapy. Yeah. It's not actually helpful. But it feels like it might be. Right. It's something. And it's like one less thing for your woman to yell at you about. (laughs) This pizza tastes a lot better without a bitch in your ear telling you how bad it is. No, I think about how bad it is for you. Mm. I think it's the joke. Oh. Um, all right. Congratulations! 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 Congratulations. 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 Congratulations.